and welcome to the first episode of the Price of Healthy Living podcast. I'm Megan Shorman, and my group members are Bailey Matthews, Jake McIntyre, and Hannah Wynn. Today, we will be giving you an inside look on how the price of healthy living affects people's lifestyle. This first episode will cover the podcast as a whole. The future episodes will cover the college lifestyle, the fast food industry, obesity in the world, and whether or not the price of living a healthy lifestyle is actually worth it. Our group chose this topic because we were interested in seeing how the price of healthy living affects people's decisions. Our group had three major thoughts. We first thought about, can you go to college and still be able to afford a healthy lifestyle? The second thing we thought about was how does the prices of food affect what people decide to buy and eat, not only for themselves, but also for their families, and how can this affect their health? We also wanted to learn about obesity in the world and how that can affect your lifestyle. Our group enjoyed learning about this topic very much because there was many interesting things we learned about living a healthy lifestyle that we did not know. We want people to know everything they can about living a healthy lifestyle and why it is so so important. We also want people to be able to decide for themselves if it is actually worth it or not. In the second episode, Bailey is going to give you an inside look on how you can live a healthy lifestyle during college. She will talk about healthy food resources and she will giving you a few tips on how to keep you in shape. Bailey will also be interviewing Taylor Rankin who is a college student and a personal trainer. Taylor will be giving you a few tips as well on how to stay healthy while in college. Not only will she be giving you a few tips, she will also be giving you an inside look on how a busy college student still finds time to stay in shape and eat healthy. The reason we decided to interview Taylor is because she can relate to college students. She's going through college just like us and somehow she still finds time to work out. Our group wanted to show you guys that it may be hard, but you can still find time to dedicate to living a healthy lifestyle. The third episode will be about the fast food industry. Hannah will be giving you guys information on why people tend to buy fast food. She will also be talking about how fast food is addictive and why people prefer it over healthy food. Lastly, She will be giving you some interesting facts about fast food that isn't very important to know. The fourth episode will cover obesity. Jake will be giving you details about obesity and he will be telling you how many people in the world are obese. Jake will also be talking about how eating unhealthy food can lead to serious health problems. Lastly, Jake will be telling you about a story where the person grew up eating badly and how that has affected their life now in their adult years. In the fifth episode, our group will be talking about our viewpoints on healthy living. We will discuss whether or not we believe that the price of healthy living is worth it. We will each talk about what healthy living means to us and why it is important. And we will also talk about how we started living a healthy lifestyle and how that has helped us with our day-to-day lives and energy overall. I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode of the Price of Healthy Living podcast. Stay tuned for the next episodes to come and enjoy.
and welcome back to episode two of the Price of Healthy Living podcast series. My name is Bailey and today we're going to be talking about how a college lifestyle can affect our healthy or not so healthy choices. And later we're going to be hearing from University of Kentucky student and personal trainer Taylor Rankin to see what she has to say about the healthy or not so healthy choices that she makes on a daily basis. Before we jump into our interview with Taylor, I wanted to share an article with you all. It's called Six Ways to Kickstart a Healthy Lifestyle in College by Francis Bridges, and it's from Forbes magazine. Um, the first tip in this article is to grab a friend to work out or exercise with because it makes things more fun and you always have someone to hold you accountable. Next, she says that you should go to the grocery store to make sure that you're choosing healthy options and not just junk food options to have in your dorm or apartment. And she also says vegetables and fruit are a major key dietary component that we need to make sure that we are all incorporating on a daily basis. And lastly, we need to make sure that we are all drinking water so that we can stay hydrated to have enough energy throughout our day. Now on to our interview with Taylor. To start off and jump into our questions, what is the exact title of your occupation? I'm a personal trainer. Okay. And how long have you been a personal trainer? So the first semester, it took me a whole semester to get certified. And then my second semester, I've been training. Okay. So when you work with clients, do you guys discuss diet at all or is it just mainly working out? A lot of people do come to me with diet questions, and I have to be kind of careful about it because technically I'm not a nutritionist, but um, basically what I just tell them is you have to count your macros, and you really have to, um, you know, burn more calories than you take in if you're trying to lose weight. Okay. So coming from a college student, do you think healthy food is overpriced? I do think that healthy food is overpriced. I think a lot of, there aren't enough healthy options in the dining halls. And so if I want something healthy, I have to go buy it at like Whole Foods or Kroger and it is really expensive. Do you think that um, our dining halls at school offer good healthy options or like not, they're not very good at providing students with healthy options? I personally don't think there's a lot of healthy options. I eat at this sandwich place a lot and they have salads that are okay sometimes but I mean it's a lot of fried stuff greasy stuff and um, like sugary things I don't feel like there's enough options um, do you have any tips to be able to afford a healthy lifestyle for any college students that are looking to try to eat healthier I think that um, something that helps is just like keeping healthy snacks on you like um, nuts or granola bars or things like that so you don't have to like eat a lot at each meal but they're just kind of healthy things to keep you um, not starving throughout the day. Um, would you say that <clears throat> you try to eat like 100% healthy or like personally how do you look at um, trying to live your version of a healthy lifestyle? I do try to um, be conscious when I'm eating and eat things in moderation and I want to be healthy, but um, it is definitely difficult being completely healthy and living a healthy lifestyle while you're a college student. Um, so let's talk about like working out. How many times a week would you suggest somebody work out that's like 
just getting into fitness or like hasn't really been super active lately and they're just trying to get started again? I would definitely say that you want to set goals that you know that you can accomplish. So if you really haven't been in the gym much, then I wouldn't be like, I'm going to go every single day, seven days a week, because then you're just going to feel like you failed if you can't meet that. So I would say, you know, try to get in like three to five times a week if you're just starting out. And my last question is, do you have any suggestions for somebody who um, is just trying to make a change to a healthier lifestyle in general? Like, any tips for just eating or working out, just any general? Yeah, so, so um, one thing that I feel like people don't um, know is a lot of people are like, I'm just going to lose weight, so I'm just going to do cardio. And the thing about cardio is, you know, you're, you know, doing it for 30 minutes and you're burning calories the whole time. But whenever you stop doing cardio, then you stop burning those calories. But when you weight lift, you're not burning as many calories, but you're burning those calories for the next 24 to 48 hours. So I think people really do need to keep that in mind and just try to keep a variety in their workout plans. And then also just kind of be conscious of what you're eating and eat things in moderation. Well, that's all the questions I have. Thank you for that little insight on both getting the college point of view and a point of view of a personal trainer. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining me on this episode of The Price of Healthy Living. Stay tuned to see what Hannah has to say on the fast food industry and how that can play a role in the decisions we make. This is Hannah Wynn. In this next episode, I'm going to touch on the industry of fast food and how this plays a role in trying to live a healthy lifestyle. Many of us know by now that fast food is unhealthy, filled with preservatives, and contributes abundantly to weight gain. However, people still continue going back and eating it anyway. One reason, and the ultimate reason, is the ease of fast food. Um... There's no cooking, it's cheap, and you can have a meal in front of you in just a couple of seconds. However, there are a lot of scientific reasons, such as the addictiveness of fast food, as to why people continue to consume so much of it. When eating food, there's always going to be some type of sensation in your mouth. Food companies spend millions of dollars to discover the most satisfying sensation that people enjoy when eating. When your mouth enjoys a food, your taste bud stores a memory of it, which makes you crave it again and again. Another reason that makes food so addictive is the actual chemical makeup of the food. There are many common food strategies that companies use to make food so addicting, so in this podcast I'm going to touch on some of them. The first one is called salvatory response. When you eat food that causes you to salvitate more, it then causes the food to cover more of your taste buds and when the food covers more of your taste buds it makes you have more saliva which tells your brain that you like these foods. Common foods that cause this to happen are 
um, creams, dressings, food with butter and chocolate. Another type of way that your body responds to fast food and unhealthy food is called the rapid food meltdown. This is when food melts quickly in your mouth. It tricks your brain that you're not getting enough calories, which causes you to eat more of it. An example of this is like the puffy Cheetos versus regular Cheetos. You're more likely to um, eat the puffy Cheetos because they're less dense and you don't get as full. Junk food overall tricks your body that you're getting nutrients and protein, but it's not filling you up, which is why people eat more of it. Your body craves food that it's familiar with, so the more unhealthy food and the more unhealthy diet somebody has, the more they're going to crave unhealthy food. On the other hand, the less junk food you eat, the less you're going to crave it, so the healthier you eat, the better you're, you will feel and the less cravings for unhealthy food you'll have. Um, some other ways to avoid eating junk food and fast food is to stay away from prepackaged food. So in the grocery store, there's something called the outer ring rule, which is where all the fresh and whole foods are, such as fruit, veggies, and meat. So if you stay on the perimeter of the grocery store, that will help you help and encourage you to purchase more healthy items. Another rule that you can follow in the grocery store to help have a more healthy diet is the five ingredient rule. So when looking at a food item, if it has more than five ingredients, it's most likely processed and they're just trying to fool you into thinking it's healthy. After listening to this episode, I hope that you learned how fast food can train your body or trick your body and how to prevent cravings and learn how to make healthy decisions in the grocery store. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, my name is Jake, and thank you for whoever is listening to our podcast. Today, I will be talking about our research on a healthy lifestyle. To start, I would like to say 30%. Now, 30% might not mean anything to you, but it should. Roughly 30% of the world is overweight or obese throughout the entire globe. To give you an idea of how many people in the world that are overweight or obese, it is roughly 2.259 billion people. Society has changed, and the younger generation has evolved from playing outside to indoors in front of a screen or tablet. According to the HCC, only one in three children are physically active every day. Instead of being outside, like running around, being fit, and enjoying nature, the youth now spend more than seven and a half 
hours a day in front of a screen. In my opinion, I think the best way to live is a healthy lifestyle. Even though being healthy is more expensive and much more difficult with the factors going on with schoolwork, sleep, and other various stresses that college brings, the benefits of living out a healthy life is much more beneficial than not living one. Obesity, diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, and even high chances of a stroke can be a huge risk into living an unhealthy life. I came across the Albert Santos story when I was trying to find sources on what to talk about during this podcast. When Albert was a young boy, his family did not have all the money in the world. Due to the low amounts of income, the Santos family could not buy organic or nutritious foods to live a healthy lifestyle. In alternative, the only food they could really afford was high caloric meals and other fatty, non-nutritious foods. Over time, Albert was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. At a young age, which is a chronic inflammatory disease of the intestines and can cause pain when eating certain foods depending on the person. Albert never overcame his Crohn's disease and had to deal with the pain that foods caused him to have. With that being said, I would advise others listening to this podcast to think about your future. We have listed all of the serious negative things that come with unhealthy eating, not to scare you from it, but to encourage you in your life to make wiser decisions to prevent the serious concerns that come with unhealthy eating. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we wish you the best of luck in your future and encourage you to eat healthy. of Healthy Living podcast. This is our final episode in the series, and today we are discussing our opinions on the topic after all the research we've done. My name is Bailey Matthews, and I did episode two about how college can affect our lifestyle, and personally, I think that healthy food is overpriced. I realize that most people can't always afford healthy food, and some people just don't prioritize it. I think there should be more affordable options for people who can't always spend those extra couple dollars at the grocery store. As a college student, it has taken me a long time to adjust and eat a balanced diet. I don't think that the university provides us with enough healthy options, and I'm sure that this is the case with most colleges. I have found that everything is okay in moderation. I try not to be super strict with my diet, but also not too lenient. 
My workout routine is something that is pretty consistent, so I think that helps. Overall, after this project, it has opened my eyes to trying to create healthy options for myself and help other people educate themselves as they are looking for a healthier lifestyle too. Hello, this is Hannah Wynn. I did episode four on the fast food industry. After doing our research about healthy living, I do believe that having a healthy lifestyle in college is definitely more challenging than at home and in high school. However, I don't think that it's as hard as it's made out to be. For me, I think the most challenging part is finding routine. In high school, many people were constantly going from activity to another activity and had a more repetitive day in their schedule. In college, your schedule is different every day. In order to be healthy in college, I believe the first and most important step is to get into a routine. Once you begin to make healthy choices and see the difference of how it makes you feel, I think it's easier to continue with those patterns. After learning about the fast food industry and why fast food is so addictive, I realized that the healthier choices you make, the less you will want to crave an unhealthy diet, which will help you, again, be in a healthy pattern. To wrap our podcast up, I would have to agree with all three of them. I think a healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle is one of the hardest things to do as an individual. But the benefits of following that routine leads to having a better life, whether that being physically fit or emotionally stable to take on whatever life brings you. During my episode, I listed out various medical problems that are caused with unhealthy eating. No one wants to deal with those issues or wish that upon anyone. I encourage anyone listening to this podcast to do an ideal self-evaluation and work hard on becoming the best version of you. I think the four can agree on this. You will not regret eating healthy. You simply just have to give it time and you will see the results. Thank you all for listening to our podcast on healthy living and we wish you the best of luck to you.